Welcome to Podcastus. I'm your host, Andrew Roof. We're back with some more commentary. Hold on to your hats, because Sidney Powell, one of Donald Trump's attorneys, announced that she's going to, quote, release the Kraken. Now, not surprisingly, the sea monster, quote, is tied to yet another wild conspiracy theory. Unfortunately, it doesn't actually involve a sea monster. That would have been a lot more exciting than the other ones. This one, according to Miss Powell, is that massive voter fraud has been, quote, organized and conducted with the help of Silicon Valley people, the big tech companies, the social media companies, and even the media companies. But it's been almost two days now, and there's still no Kraken, and still no proof that there's been any massive voter fraud. Now, the constant barrage of wacky conspiracy theories is getting exhausting. There's the QAnon, there's the Deep State, the Great Reset, the New World Order, recently saw the Mafia in Philadelphia, and of course, there's the classic Marxist takeover. Now, never mind that these conspiracy theories don't work well together at all. You know, I can't imagine that the billionaires who run Silicon Valley are interested in setting up this Marxist state where they're going to have their property taken from them, because that kind of goes with Marxism. They seem to be pretty interested in absolute capitalism. They don't like to pay any taxes. And in the case of Uber, they've been fighting really hard to make sure that their drivers aren't even considered employees, which doesn't really strike me as a very Marxist idea either. Now, conspiracy theories aren't new, especially the communist ones. But what makes conspiracy theories different today is the internet and the media's willingness to cover nonsense if enough people are talking about it online. If you really think about it, it's nuts. If enough people go on Twitter tonight and talk about how shampoo causes kids' teeth to fall out, it'll end up on cable news. And then people with no ability to think independently will believe it's true. In the 1960s, groups like the John Birch Society, who were large players in spreading communist conspiracy theories, had only pamphlets and a magazine to spread their message. But now anybody with an internet connection can come up with their own tale and spread it. I don't want to make it sound like there's never been any actual conspiracies. Because there have been. The FBI's surveillance programs under Hoover definitely qualified as a real conspiracy. So what are the reasons that people are producing this flood of conspiracy theories? I'd argue the main reason is money. You have people driving traffic to their websites, their podcasts, their YouTube page, because they're getting paid. But now you also have this odd situation where the President of the United States is embracing these. This is new. You also have Trump's inner circle that seems to be in competition with each other to see who can come up with the most outlandish storyline for why the election was lost. Some of these people are probably hoping for jobs after Trump leaves, and some of them just seem to be afraid that he'll make fun of them if they don't play along. So the reasons that people come up with these conspiracies are pretty easy to understand, in my opinion. But things get more complicated when you try to figure out why people believe them. Now, there's the obvious reasons that you hear a lot. Racism, anti-Semitism, and just stupidity. An interesting party trick is to keep asking a conspiracy theorist who's behind the conspiracy. Because there's always a they. I've done this a couple times, and it usually goes from the elites to the globalists. And it usually ends with George Soros or the Rothschilds. And I think we all know what that means. But I do think we're taking the easy way out if we blame the popularity of conspiracy theories just on racism and anti-Semitism or simple stupidity. And the reason I say that is I really believe that the main driver for this problem is corruption. 
Now, I'm by no means the first person to bring this up, but our government has a serious problem with corruption, not Pizzagate corruption and not the Earth's flat corruption or conspiracy theory corruption, but old-fashioned money corruption. You know, if I have money, politicians are going to listen to me a lot more than somebody who doesn't. And it doesn't matter who you are. You win the lottery tomorrow, you win half a billion dollars, you have a lot of power. And people know that. And people are sick of it. People are sick of knowing that they have no power. They're sick of knowing that someone with money doesn't have to pay as much tax. And a lot of people seem to try to explain that with conspiracy. And I'm not talking simply about Democrats or Republicans here. This is the entire system. The entire system needs a house cleaning. We're like hoarders of corruption. We're waiting for the team in white suits and masks to arrive and throw out the newspapers and the dead cats. If Trump showed us anything, he showed us that the mere promises that he made were enough to get people to follow him. Now, he didn't deliver on the promises. He didn't drain the swamp. Which brings me to my main point, that if the Biden administration is going to make any progress of ending this sheer madness, they're going to have to do something about corruption. And there's some easy targets to start with. I mean, you have prescription drug costs. I live in Canada now, but I spent the first 37 years of my life in the States. Trump liked to talk about how he was going to import drugs from Canada and save everybody money, like this was some sort of bold move. But it's not like Canada's going to a parallel universe and buying the same drugs for a cheaper price. Our government just had the guts to tell the pharmaceutical companies that they weren't going to pay that much for drugs. And the pharmaceutical companies howled at the moon, and they accepted it. The Biden administration could do the same thing. If ordinary Americans actually witness real change being made with regard to corruption, I think things could start to change. I think the conspiracy theories would start to lose traction if corruption started to fade even a little bit. Now, this isn't going to be easy, and it's not going to fix everything right away. But the alternative is terrifying. If the Biden administration proceeds with the same old, same old, nothing's going to change. And people are going to feel powerless, and the conspiracy theories are going to spread, and God knows what the end result will be. But I guess we're going to have to see what happens. We're going to have to see if the Biden administration has the guts to clean house. I really hope they do. Well, everybody have a good day. And if you're on the coasts, look out for the Kraken.